Hello, welcome to the Cosmic Eye podcast. This is our Wednesday show, our Spirit Wisdom show, and I have the pleasure of having Angel from Angel on the Eighth Day on the line with me. How are you, Angel? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me back. Thank you for being back. <laughs> <laughs> There's our, the, the, and this is where the politeness ends because. Well, literally, I just came back, so I guess that kind of makes sense, right? Exactly. And so, how was your trip? by the way it was really good my voice is um my voice is a little shot because of all of the fun that i had um so yeah um i've never been to portland before i enjoyed the greenery um the people were great my experiences were great my experience actually started off being amazing just from um the get-go when i was at the uh uh you know, that herd line that you have to wait on to get into the airplane. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it all kind of just began from there. Um, well, we're going to talk about, yeah. we're actually going to talk about some of the details uh, that relate to our topic today, right? Yes, yes, okay. yes. All right, so we will talk, we'll get back into that. Uh, so I'll, I'll kind of lay out what we're going to talk about so people can see where we're going since you and I have privileged information. So <laughs> we, we know where we're going and they don't. Right. So we're going to clue them in. All right. So first well, of all, we know where we're going for the most part, right? Well, yeah, I was going to say roughly, roughly speaking, <laughs> it's like we're headed towards New York. We may or may not get there anytime this week, but you know, this is, that's, we have a destination in mind. So that's really the best we can, the best we can say at the beginning of the show is this is where we plan to go. We can yeah. end up anywhere, but we'll try to get to where we said we were going to go. So if you can live with that, then this is the podcast for you. So, and I, I joke, but uh, as we talked about a little bit last week, this show we're calling the Spirit Wisdom Show. And as Angel pointed out, we're not being <laughs> presumptuous and saying that we have all the answers. But what we're, what we're really trying to do is get you in touch with that natural spiritual wisdom that you have within as a listener. Uh, that you can contact the spirit presence that i am presence god consciousness whatever you want to call it yeah. that's within yourself your higher self uh and you can connect to that and we're looking at ways that we've done that so everything we're talking about is from our own experiences or from friends of ours or from teachers we've had or from uh books that we've read or what have you right so we're drawing books from that you've read <laughs> mostly mostly for me it's books that i've read and mostly for you it's things that you've done so this is the beautiful yeah. balance we have Although I will, I will amaze you probably sometimes with weird things that have happened to me occasionally. So yes. see, see the things that I think though are strange things will probably be like, oh, that happens to me every day. Yeah. So, uh, so that's, that's the nice dynamic that we have. Uh, so anyway, the spirit wisdom then just again, since this is the second episode, it's maybe the first time you're tuning in. We're really defining that as this kind of non-rational, non-material, uh, sort of wisdom that comes from within it might be wisdom from spirits from the spirit from saints divination intuition angels uh, intercommunications inner knowing feelings these are all kinds of words that you know we might use and the language is is always kind of hard i think and i am i, I believe you would agree yes yes in terms well, of anything that's kind of the uh one of the goals in this is to maybe perhaps break down some of that language and clarify any sort of confusion or yeah. um, I don't want to 
maybe like also like simplify or make it a, a bit more relatable yeah because sometimes there's where i think we mentioned this uh last week uh where sometimes there are certain words that uh spirit spiritual people use mm-hmm. but that are found in like common language that i think sometimes people might feel a bit more comfortable using yeah uh, like intuition instinct you know those could be sure. interchangeable um things like that so no for sure yeah. No, great point. And, and so that's kind of one of the things that we're trying to do, too, is kind of break it down and find the, the common ground or maybe the, the sort of underlying idea that people are getting at using different kinds of language, using different kinds of symbols, using different kinds of methodologies and kind of finding that that core idea that's down there and figuring out how we can put that to use in our own lives. Right. Yes. OK, so. Uh, as and that's a good point. So you keep me honest because I know sometimes I can fly off into those uh, those areas where I think people know what I'm talking about, but maybe I use words that you know I understand, but maybe sometimes you know, hey, maybe no one's heard this particular term before. So thank you for uh, pointing that out. Yeah, uh, but I think also um, when you do bring them up, mm-hmm. it also elevates the conversation because yes, we like things you know. We want to make them relatable, but uh, there's going to be so many times where I'm like, oh, okay, where did that word come from? Uh, <laughs> you know, can you explain that? Yeah. Because you do have this uh, vast knowledge on so much. Um, so, yeah, I think that it's important to, because again, I, I don't know, I feel like I'm going to get a letter from TikTok. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's some of, the, some of the messages out there that are just being produced and spewed out um are a bit confusing or misleading yeah so i think that uh, well i hope that we provide a, a different perspective that might say like you know you might find yourself going ah okay now it makes sense you know there you go yeah that's a great point and i think you know and i think you know most people out there trying you know trying to share stuff i think they're they're well-meaning but you know it, it can be easy to fall into the trap of like not really kind of clarifying exactly what you're talking about or exactly what you mean and really kind of digging down and doing like a you know diving down and making sure we're all on the same page with stuff and I think that can be the difference sometimes between really being able to understand and put it to use in your own life and uh versus like kind of having a surface understanding or like maybe you've got like you said a TikTok understanding or an Instagram understanding of something that you saw in a two-minute video and it might not be exactly what you think it is. And some, some of this stuff, uh, especially when you're dealing with like deep spiritual work, spirit, spirit communication, or even like deep psychic things within yourself in the unconscious, uh, especially when you're dealing with shadow work, which you mentioned last week and you yeah. know, we talked about before on the show in other areas. Sometimes it can get a little bit dangerous if you don't know what you're doing. You're kind of mucking around in an area that, yes, it's you know within yourself. And yes, it's you know, all part of this divine universe we live in, but sometimes you have to be uh, a bit of a dragon slayer. So you need to go in there with some armor and you might need a shield and you might need a big lance to protect yourself. And so, you know, hopefully this knowledge and some some deeper understanding of things and going in with your eyes open, um, you know, can make the difference between you doing like really constructive shadow work versus you going into some deep depressing, like, you know, suicidal type ideal, ideation, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so 
I think that's 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 the thing about it is you always have to remember like uh, you know there's there's a there's a depth to the, a lot of this material that I think people are forgetting about when they're concentrating on all the the light worker stuff and, and again not to put that that idea down but there's always a balancing force in everything and so I think what we're trying to do is 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 kind of be be balanced right yeah and, and yes so uh, I think as you mentioned before, that's probably where the we kind of play into this, where um, often I will probably talk about like what I feel, uh, my kind of like personal experiences. You have your own personal experiences. I'm not saying that I have like no knowledge, <laughs> right? I, yeah. I, I mean, I know how to read. Listen, you've just been, you're, 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 you're an intelligent and, and well-educated individual. And so don't, don't, don't knock yourself. Right. So I th think that we have, um, in that sense, there's a bit of a balance there as well, where, uh, yes, um, you know, learn about things. Also, yes, trust yourself um you know kind of like play uh sorry pay attention or listen to you know what um some of your thoughts might say what your body yeah. is communicating to you um just kind of you know trust yourself while also gaining information from other sources you know that absolutely. might help you along the way absolutely what an interesting segue you just made there saying the body and how it would you know entrust your intuitions of the body and the feelings you have because that's our subject today, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so we're talking about uh, <clears throat> the body and somatic sort of uh, reactions and feelings uh, in, in, in conjunction with intuition. So I've just say that in a simpler way, because I just like made a mess of that. Yeah, no, I think you did good. <laughs> oh, it was um, too academic. <laughs> so I, I think to kind of break it down is just listening to what your body has to say. Um, so again, I'm going to reference my cousins and my sister. Like we have these conversations sometimes where um, the TikTok um, <laughs> has, TikTok has been so great for uh putting out so much spiritual stuff and so much mental health things, um, some information, some I find it to be a bit uh, irresponsible, but here we are. So um, there's these things about like, oh, you know, check yourself for this. Like, do you have like ADD or ADHD? And I'm not claiming that, you know, this is going to be kind of like a self-diagnosis thing. I'm kind of exploring just a different aspect of how to like kind of listen to yourself because maybe it's not um, mental health related. And again, this is in by no ways any sort of like professional um, advice on my part, but it's just more of an exploration for your own personal entertainment and just to, you know, see how you resonate with this. Explore it, yeah. And so by that, you mean like sometimes I think these days people are, are diagnosed and not not uh, uh, and and with things such as ADHD and and different types of attention issues and I, I think even that would probably spill over into the idea of anxiety and depression and some of these sure. other issues that that many many people are diagnosed with and we're not saying that those diagnoses are are incorrect but you're you're saying and I and I agree with you I, uh, that 
there also might be more there. In other words, the body is, is speaking to you and trying to bring you a, a certain amount of wisdom. Yes. And instead of, you know, maybe trying to therapize, quote yeah. unquote, or sort of, you know, drug it out of existence, maybe we need to, to listen to some of the things the body and, and the soul are, are presenting to us, right? Correct. Okay. So in my practice, I um, tend to lean more towards the creative if people um, perhaps may not be so open to spirituality or having that kind of conversation or because of ethics or whatever the reason may be. Um, so if like, let's say, for example, you find yourself and this was one of the things that uh, specifically we talked about um, uh, my cousins, my sister, myself about like maybe perhaps, you know, sometimes you find your hands being fidgety you know, and you, uh, you, I don't know how, well, you're not practicing, but um, fidget spinners are like everywhere, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. everything for like fidget now. There's like poppers, there's um, like, or popping things. <laughs> there's all <laughs> kinds of like uh, things. So wait, now to these are not the there. poppers we're talking about from the 80s. Right. <laughs> these are, these are, these are, an, these are for anti-anxiety, yes, not exactly. to create anxiety, right? Right, 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 right. <laughs> so you have to be um, old enough to get that joke. <laughs> you know? So there's all of these things, right? All these like little devices for your hands. And my question was like, well, what if the person is just a creative? What if they just want to create with their hands? And then I stepped that further and I'm like, well, what if they're healers? You know, what if, because that's what else are you doing with healing, but not creating, right? Yeah. Big so time. what if you have this like energy in the palm of your hands or wherever, if like, if you feel like it comes from your fingertips, whatever it is, just kind of like pay attention to that tingling sensation or um, sometimes when I do readings, I tend to like um, rub. Uh, it's it's not always the most attractive. And if any walker by were to just, you know, uh, or like a fly on the wall or whatever, were to just witness this like cold without any information or context, I think it would be a little creepy. But sometimes I rub um, like my legs or like thighs back and forth um, because there's something about the the reading that is calling for me to kind of uh i don't know it's trying to pull me into like a a bigger healing process and yeah. i have had experiences with my hands where um you know again back to my family and life folklore where um literally my, my grandmother is uh feels uh some my grandmother my mom some other relatives if they feel some sort of like pain um or discomfort I'll be the person that they call mm -hmm. and I'll just kind of come over do my thing with my hands um uh things like that um and again I'm not claiming any sort of um you know anything except for my experience this is by my experience and yeah. it's not just family members that I've done this with it's been other people I sometimes I have requests and I will do you know like I'll send out like uh, um, again, just as a refresher, I was raised Catholic and with a little bit of like, um, natural healing stuff. If my grandmother knows like every tea possible that you can make, <laughs> um, yeah. any sort of like ointment, whatever it is. Right. Um, awesome. I love so, stuff. 
So sometimes I do like these, like if it's a serious thing, sometimes I do like these longer prayers with a, um, with a, a prayer card, you know, from San Martin. Mm -hmm. And my energy goes into that. Um, yeah. My hand energy goes into it. My intent goes into it. Um, sometimes it'll be like a nine day prayer. Sometimes if it's urgent and I just kind of like really focus, it'll be a shorter prayer. Um, so I have had people tell me that, you know, they didn't lose a leg because of it, or uh, they came out of some, you know, uh, medical situation because of it. Yeah. Are all of these coincidences, uh, you know, <laughs> well, I don't know. I just know my life. No, <laughs> so I, I just know what my experience is and I'm, you know, retelling some of these things. So yeah, um, I think, you know, like, listen to yourself. Uh, one of the other things that we were talking about earlier was I tend to use feel a lot, you know, like I feel like I want to have a burger. <laughs> um, I feel like I want to go for um, sushi or something where I think uh, more commonly you would say, oh, I think I want to do this or I might want to or whatnot. So if you, I, I don't think that this is like something that is too mind-blowing, but if you find yourself using words like feel or somatic type words, then check to see if you're empathic. Um, and if that's where you kind of like get pulled with. Um, if you find that you have, um, this is another one that I learned when I was in middle school. If you find that you have uh, stomach pains or um, things of the sort where you have like discomfort with your stomach or uh, you know, irritability, <laughs> um, you might be picking up on stuff. And that's major empaths, you know. Um, uh, uh, there's another word that I was going to use, but I feel like that's, um, that's a big indication that you might be. Yeah, empath, no, it's right? a, a, yeah, a big, a big indication, a big sign, a big sort of like, I don't know if you're gonna call it, not a red flag, but like a, you know, hey, look over here, there's something to see kind of thing, right? Right, yeah. Let me break in really quick. Because sure. You speaking of the sort of gut feeling thing um, really reminded me of a, of, a, of a quick story I want to tell. Yeah, go for this it. This idea of uh, sensation and trusting the body. This is kind of a weird story, and believe me, I had a weird childhood, so uh, let me uh, just <laughs> it with that. Again, I feel like we all... You know, especially all, if you're like listening to this. <laughs> yeah, you probably can relate. But I mean, you know, there were pretty, some pretty, uh, let's say, sketchy people around where I grew up. Uh, so my friend um, was not in the best business in the world, let's say. And we were young and it was a dangerous business that he was in selling illegal substances. Let us just say that. Okay? <laughs> so his family is not, they're good people, uh, but not necessarily on the correct side of the law, let us say. This is all, you know, I'm going to definitely kind of disguise some of the facts in this, but the, the sure. substantial truth is in this story. Yeah, to okay, the, so they're not so innocent. <laughs> yeah, so he uh, was out uh, playing pool one night and um, he was pretty drunk and he was, you know, hitting on a lot of different women in the place and so forth. And, you know, just it's kind of his personality. He's a very outgoing person. And he actually, you know, he's, 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 he's not like a lech or something. He's a, he's a nice looking guy. And, you know, he's not 
inappropriate, but you know, he was a little bit over the top this night and kind of hitting on uh, this one girl all night and sort of didn't really think much about it, you know, tried to get, get her number, this and that, and didn't end up getting it and kind of left the place pretty drunk. Um, I think uh, he went over to his friend's house for a while and they were just hanging out, just doing nothing, you know, some knucklehead stuff. <laughs> um, finally, I, this, you know, this is like all night. He's been partying all night. He's pretty, you know, he's pretty sober by the morning, but he hasn't slept all night. He heads home. He's driving home. He gets near his place and he suddenly feels this thing in his gut he's like I don't just like my gut started to hurt and it was weird yeah. and I didn't know what was going on and then and then I'm like and then he's like all of a sudden I'm like I can't go to my front door I can't go to my front door yeah and he so he he drives around the back of his building okay. and kind of like parks his car back there and he's sort of quiet about it. he doesn't know why and he sort of peeks over the fence and he sees these two characters standing on the corner, sort of, he was almost to the corner of his building. They were around the corner where he could not have seen them had he went to his front door. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So they were kind of like sketchily waiting for him? Yes. Okay. Well, waiting for somebody. And okay. They're both wearing black leather trench coats and he kind of recognizes them. He's like, something felt wrong about these two. They looked really sketchy and really scary. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And so he's like, so I, I went back to, uh, this is a day, by the way, before cell phones and people had pagers. Okay. Right. <laughs> As I'm sure you're old enough to remember. Maybe some of yeah. our listeners aren't. But so he went to this, he went to the payphone, and for some reason, he had a feeling like he should call a, a specific family member of his. And he's like, okay, I just got home, and there's a couple of sketchy-looking dudes out in front of my place. I don't know what's going on. I'm kind of, I don't know, I'm kind of freaked out by it. You know, I don't know what's, what's happening here. Can you check and see what's going on? And this family member is the type of person who could check and see what was going on. Let's just leave it at that. Okay. So... He's, he's like, all right, we'll go and, you know, just kind of watch him for a little while, but, you know, just stay out of the way, hide where you were hiding or whatever, and I'll see what's going on. Come back and call me in, you know, 20 minutes or whatever. I don't know how long it was. Uh, so he does that. You know, they're still just, you know, standing back there smoking cigarettes and, you know, looking, looking scary. He, uh, so he goes back to the, to the phone, calls his, calls his uncle. Uh-oh, see, there I did it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You can edit that out. Yeah, all right. Calls his family member. Calls his family member. Yeah. And this and he tells him, he's like, What did you do? Yeah, he asks him. And he's like, yeah. Well, I don't know. I was just out playing pool tonight. He goes, Well, apparently you're hitting on somebody's girlfriend you shouldn't have been hitting on. Because uh... you're in because you're in deep shit. And he's like, he's like, I didn't do I didn't do anything wrong. I was just playing pool. He's like, Fine, fine. I'm gonna take care of it. But but get your get yourself in order okay get yourself in order that's what he told him so then he goes he's like go down there and wait and see and when they leave then you can go back home he he goes down there he's hiding behind the fence watching he sees one of the guys like i don't know 20 minutes 30 minutes whatever it was later get a beep you know he gets a beep on his beeper and he yeah. kind of looks at it and it must have been some kind of code or something these, sure. these two just kind of bundle themselves up take off leave and, hmm. and then he finds out later on they literally were hitmen that were gonna knock him off. 
because he he hit on somebody's girlfriend he shouldn't have been hit, hitting on oh so man the moral, of this, the moral of this story is one check yourself when you're out playing pool <laughs> and two trust your gut so yes that was, that was a long story for that but i do think so uh, that's actually really interesting because you i don't know if you did this um with any sort of like awareness buzzword um <laughs> but if you kind of gave an example of how to not trust yourself and then how to trust yourself yeah so i feel like maybe you and i have i'm thinking a lot of people have been in some a similar predicament but you know when you get carried away a bit and you are really kind of like vibing with yourself sometimes if you maybe perhaps are not like grounded at the moment or you're not centered or you're uh get a bit carried away um and then if you add any sort of like libations or any other influence yes um, you could definitely get carried away yes (laughs) get you you into a load of trouble can't they right Hmm. that's not the kind of spirits that i think will lead you to the path (laughs) no indeed um so i think that sometimes that can kind of uh it it takes you away right it it gets you in like perhaps like a different um i guess literally headspace because um if you just kind of look at the biology of things uh your gut is closer to the ground um your ego is closer to <laughs> the sky yeah. so um i think if you just kind of like if maybe perhaps he would have been a bit more i think the shock probably right of or like some some sort of sensation that that or whatever it was that he was sensing as he was going home, counterbalanced that other feeling, or maybe brought him back to be a bit more grounded, or yeah, somehow was. But there's also that opportunity where you kind of just get carried away with yourself, and you do sometimes things that you're like, oh, um, I'm okay with like you know conducting myself this way because uh, quote unquote like spirit is going to protect me or you know I'll be protected I'm kind of like in my right space kind of a deal so I like that story for both of those reasons that you know sometimes you can it seems like you're listening to yourself but you're listening to like a different part of you um, that might get carried away you know yeah for sure he's he was an interesting character because he was one of these people that um like they're on kind of this negative path but it never seemed to really take and it never he was never a a a dark or violent person even though there was a lot of those kind of people in the business that he was in yeah very generous and had a really good heart it was an interesting thing it was almost like he was kind of always watched out for so that's i was just gonna say that yeah do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so that's the sense that I'm getting. So that goes with what I was mentioning. And just to clarify, I've never heard the story before. Um, but that's what I was sensing is that maybe because he did have that ability. And, you know, um, sometimes we do get carried away with ourselves. And, yeah. um, you know, we have or people have been told like, oh, you have all these like guardian angels behind you or you have this and this behind you and then that could easily you know 
lead you to kind of like blowing up your ego and kind of getting really yeah. yourself. and if he had that and he had you know and he actually did have some of these protectors for whatever reason you know whatever his purpose may have been um maybe at one point i don't know um i don't know the the rest of his story but maybe at one point they got tired and they just kind of like would give him, you know, a little bit harsher lessons. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And maybe at one point, you know, he did get carried, like get away with things that he probably shouldn't have, like clearly somebody was watching out for him here. Right. And send him a message to his gut. Yeah, exactly. And many, many, many times he got away with things that like I as a perfect example I'll take it another time like I so many times I would be driving in the car with this guy and so many like inch away from death near accidents yeah it's just it was like you're just like thinking how is this person so lucky like and you know it's it's really pretty remarkable but he, he just like you said well the interesting thing about him is never um there was never a uh, like a uh, like any kind of um, ego about any of that stuff. Like he would tr- always trust his gut, and he would never like act like it was. He wouldn't take it for granted because every time he would be like grateful for it. It was a really interesting thing. And eventually, by the way, he got out of that lifestyle and uh, got completely out of that that whole that whole thing. So um you know so i think it you know i think that those 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 protectors or whatever you want to call it or the yeah. guidance did you know did have a purpose for him to to get through all that and it's interesting so i think you know we but we all have that kind of stuff when we start to yeah. pay attention don't we oh for sure i definitely think so um i would be curious to see if there would maybe be a bigger purpose that he wasn't listening to um i know that you know throughout my life, I've learned things. I've had experiences like this. I'll tell you about one of them in a second. Um, when I was younger, um, a lot of my stories are probably going to be when I was younger. <laughs> I feel like after a while, I, you know, uh, I kind of maybe didn't listen to myself for a minute. So um, I can speak to this, right? Where yeah, yeah. sometimes you become misguided or you kind of like lose part of yourself because of like negative messaging. Oh my God. Um, yeah. I was told to go, you know, turn myself into the church because I was possessed by the devil. So, and that was at the age of like 11 or 12. So um, some of those things really kind of just put a, um, they leave a fingerprint. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, so, but so, okay. So one, it'll be kind of quick, I think. Um, so it was Easter and we, typically didn't do kind of big things for Easter. It might've been 10. Um, and so we go and we're meeting up with these other family members and um, we, uh, they find the spot that is like perfect, right? Cause it's when there's all these kids, you want to be able to be like in the shade and then you're like the, the playground stuff. So then you can like watch them and um, far away from like other people or whatever, or, you know, uh, enough distance so this place was like perfect like yeah. everybody was like yes this is it yeah they set everything up and like 15 minutes after they've set everything up I turned to my mom and I'm like we have to move and then she's like what 
I'm like, we have to move. <laughs> um, so my mother and I have a really good history of like listening to each other, um, especially during these moments. Um, so she's like, what do you see or what what's going on? And then I was like, well, I saw um, a bunch of people running over the fence and I heard like loud noises like a gunshot. I don't think I've ever heard a like an actual live gunshot in my in my life at this point. Um, and but I did like I had like this quick view of um, these people like jumping over oh, the, wow. this fence. And it was like a, this isn't back in California. So it's like a big park. Um, the fences that divided the park from the um, the homes were just kind of like regular chain link fences or nothing really too, nothing that you couldn't quickly jump over. Yeah, yeah. So I had like this quick vision of that. And then she was like, okay, well then we're moving. <laughs> so all these other people are like livid. <laughs> They're just like, why are you listening to this little kid? You know? Um, and so, but whatever had happened. So we, we, uh, we moved over and I think maybe an hour and a half or two hours later, you hear like, boom, 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 like all these like gunshots, right? Oh my God. And you see the image that I described to my mom of these people jumping, like a lot of people jumping over the fences to save their lives. And we, um, we just kind of like, like were tucked in the back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, you know, I made, I forced everybody to move to like the wow. lesser appealing area. Yeah. Um, and a few people lost their lives in the area that we would have been in. Oh my so God. So after wow. that, um, you know, the, the people that didn't really like, you know, they were kind of like extended families from uh, my stepfather's side. They yeah. don't really like know me, know me. So they just looked at me like I'm some weird <laughs> little creature. Strange little, strange little spawn of yeah <laughs> somewhere, somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, oh, some wow. of them hugged me and wow. like kind of in a very religious way, you know, yeah um and other people were just kind of like okay stay away from me (laughs) isn't that one of the challenges though when you're you know when you have some of these natural gifts or even when you start to develop them and you're aware of them you know sometimes the people in your your life family members friends whatever they're gonna you know they're not necessarily gonna embrace it sure first or at all i mean or use you for it well that's another one yeah that's 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 a challenge too yeah that's a that's an interesting story you've never told me that one so i'm glad to, i'm glad i got to hear that oh yeah was it like a was it i mean did you find out after it was like gang gangs violence or something? yes it was gang related and we we're not from uh, we weren't from that area that specific yeah. area that we went to yeah um so it was a bit for like you know we didn't know like what was going on but yeah it was a uh, gang related so for so for you that flashed into your mind as a series of images at that time Yes, at that time, I just didn't, um, it seemed just kind of like, uh, like something just kind of like moved, like, you know, like, like I'm watching a movie. Yeah, yeah. But then other, other times you said you've had more sort of visceral kind of body oriented experiences too, right? Yes. Um, I've definitely had things that I, that I just kind of like feel in my, in my gut. So that was part of it. That one um, was a bit um a, a bit of a gut feeling okay. and uh but the vision the vision part was i think probably the most prominent because i saw 
um, I guess I work combined. Yeah, it sounds like it. There was a time when I was in, I believe, middle school. Oh, this is definitely body and vision. So I was in middle school and uh, I, yeah, who cares? I had, <laughs> I had a crush on this person <laughs> and um, um, we were kind of like sitting in the bleachers and uh, not, you know, trying to avoid PE. Yeah, as, this is all, as we all did. Yeah, <laughs> and this is just like one of those where it's like a co-ed, you know, everybody's kind of like, I don't know, what is it called, badminton or something? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Super fun. Um, <laughs> so um, we were just kind of like, you know, being cool kids or wanting to be cool kids. I was probably not as cool as the person that I'm that I was drawn to, but we're all just chilling there. And out of nowhere, this person decides to um, kind of just lay on the bleachers, like 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 kind of like lay down on the bleachers long ways. Okay. Um, and then they place their legs over my thighs and I'm just sitting like a you know regular um like how you would regularly sit at, at the bleacher yeah yeah so once I got beyond <laughs> once I got past my like hyperventilation of like oh, is this really oh happening god. oh my god <laughs> yeah oh. very much like you know in the movies yeah, um, yeah. so once I got past that <laughs> which I wish I could have just stayed in that spot and been I would have much rather just been a dork and stayed at the spot of hyperventilation for the rest of the like the PE hour than what was about to happen next so then it hit me in my gut like it just like the the energy from this person's legs just I don't know what happened but they just like ran through my knees into my stomach and it was like the air got knocked out of me and I almost wanted to like throw up um and then I didn't have the ability to kind of control my mouth um and I turned over and I just said I'm so sorry and the person was like what and I'm like I'm so sorry that he hits you that way and I'm not it wasn't just us two there was like other people there right and then yeah. I come back in I come back into my own in a in like kind of like in a snap Oh God. Um, and then it was like a push. <laughs> it was like, what? Get off. Like, and it, and yeah, that was just like, you know, middle school. Like it's yeah, that's the end of your life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, so yeah, this person never spoke to me ever again. <laughs> um, but yeah. I saw like I felt it and I started crying and I saw the pain. Like I saw this person getting hit. So wow. that took me a while because I think maybe perhaps because I I had such a a liking towards them I carried that around for a little bit mm. um but that's the things that I was talking about where uh it took me a bit to kind of learn how to dispose of some of that energy um you know and so just you kind don't... of like work through it and not have to carry it with me yeah so yeah that took a minute that um, uh, that can be pretty heavy too if you end yes. up taking on a lot of well, especially in, I mean, anyone who's listening who does any kind of healing work or therapeutic work or counseling yeah. or whatever, you know, that's kind of one of the number one things is you don't want to take on the client's stuff, right? Right. 
Yeah. And so I, again, with the empath thing, you know, there's a lot of um, memes and videos about like, here's a checklist on an empath, but nobody really like tells you what it actually feels like. I don't think. Yeah. Um, yes, you could get like like lethargic, and maybe you want to avoid people, or kind of like the typical things that they they describe somebody being like an introvert with, or a combination of introvert extrovert, or maybe perhaps being like antisocial, whatever, right? But then it's like, what do you do with it? <laughs> um, mm -hmm. It I who did I don't even remember when I started learning how to like uh, get away with that. I mean. Um, uh, take it away or remove what do you mean it. by what do you mean by take it away so that you like don't not carry that because for a while yeah for a while it was just kind of like in my stomach and I kept feeling these uh you know like people's energies and stuff oh and gotcha. I didn't know I was just know like, how, to, how yeah. to ground yourself or protect right there we go that, that one <laughs> no I understand yeah yeah so I I was just kind of like running around a bit irresponsibly and that's what i'm saying that i wouldn't want people to to experience i wouldn't want people to just run around um not necessarily even just being irresponsible for other people but irresponsible for yourself because that could take a toll you know it took yeah. me a minute to kind of just learn how to um put that back into the earth or have it being recycled whatever term you want to use um yeah grounding Let's talk about Let's talk about two things in regards yeah. to this. Uh, one, um, how, I mean, how can people learn to know what to say and what not to say or when to say it? I guess it's a timing thing because when you do pick up on those things and you do want to share information or kind of share in, in that person's kind of pain to try to help out, like when that might be appropriate. And then the second thing is, like you said, what are a couple of things you, you, do, you do and have done to, to protect yourself and to ground yourself? Sure. So the, the answer to this is there's so many <laughs> yeah, okay. to both of those questions. Um, sure. There's a few things that, I, that I've learned along the way um, by different like teachers or uh, spiritual guides or um, people who have kind of just taken me under their wing when I was younger. My first one, I think, was um, in high school. I remember her very distinctly. Her name was Miss Montalvo. And she just kind of like spoke to me very directly. Uh, and I think it's when I just, uh, when I learned that, um, so I kind of struggle with wanting to do things on my own mm -hmm. and seeking a lot of, <laughs> a lot of, um, a lot of guidance. So I have to, I think, find a balance of, uh, of the two, right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Sometimes I get really stubborn. I'm like, no, it's just me. And I'm just going to do it. And it's, it's me, right? Um, because I think it takes me back to those, those experiences when I was younger, where it was just me. Yeah. But then when I started learning about, you know, different things, like some people, okay, so the first, <laughs> sorry, before I get on a tangent, That's the okay. first answer is, um, always try to have everything be consensual. Um, there are times when, um, and again, everybody that knows me probably will roll their eyes when they think about these moments, when I just go to someone and I'm like, I have to go, I just have to say something. <laughs> um, and I know that that could be irresponsible, but sometimes it just like the message, like just, I don't know. It has uh, to come through for some reason. Yeah, it has to. 
Um, but then, you know, somebody could easily say, no, it doesn't. Like, you know, you should be more discerning and you should be able to respect somebody's like energetic space and all of that. And I get it. And I try to uh, do that as much as I can. Again, I'm not claiming to be perfect by any means. Um, we're exploring, right? What to do and what not to do. Yeah. Um, so yes, there are times when I think that I probably uh, might've said something without somebody wanting the information per se, uh, but sometimes it really benefits them. Yeah. Um, I sat next to someone and I just blurted out, um, you're writing the wrong book. And they were like, what? And I'm like, you're writing the wrong book. Write the book about your life. Don't write a, the book about how you want people to perceive your life. And then um, they were like, who the hell are you? Get the Wait heck out of my face. <laughs> let's, let's set this up. Let's give it a little more context. Were they actually sitting there writing? Or is this like in a restaurant or a mall? Or where was this? This was kind of like at a, like a lounge or a bar. So no writing was going on whatsoever. No writing was going on. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, we just happened to have be sat next, sat it, seated next to each other. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I just kind of like blurted that out. And then I said, um, but your publisher is saying the same thing, right? And oh they go, yeah, actually, yes. They're like, how do you, you know, typical kind of question, like, how do you know this? Uh, and I'm like, I don't know. It just came to me. <laughs> um, it just came to me and I felt like I needed to say it. Um, I would hang out at this place, uh, you know, often. <laughs> and um, I guess like the next month, I, a month or two, I think I saw this person and they walked very sternly towards me, kind of like, could look like it could be perceived as stomping. I can, <laughs> <laughs> perhaps an altercation was on its way. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh. Okay, oh, God. <laughs> we go. And then they go, hey, you. And I'm like, yeah. They're like, do you remember me? And I'm like, yep. And they're like, do you remember what I, you said? I'm like, yeah. But if you remember, I also said that that information belongs to you. That's one of the things that I learned, which is going to be on your, your next um, question. Um, so I said, that information belongs to you. So I can't hold on to it. And then they're like, well, what you said was right. <laughs> Nice. And so they they went back to, you know, kind of like rewriting or went back to their original book and they got picked up. How fantastic. So the the other thing that I was kind of reminded of, I think you told me this once and correct me if I'm wrong, but oftentimes you will you will ask people before you give them information. Right. You'll say, like, do you want to hear the information yes. I have? Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. So that can be a pretty good thing to do if someone feels like they have an intuitive hit on someone, but they're not sure whether or not they should share it, you could actually just ask, right? Yes. And yeah, and I've been practicing that more and more as I'm, you know, as I'm getting older and more mature and more responsible. Um, I like I will ask people, I'm not saying that it happens all the time. Um, but uh yeah, for the most part. And then, you know, I've been also practicing just doing it with more intent and actually sitting down with someone who uh, seeks readings. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, sometimes I'm just kind of like out and about and I pick up on lots of things and I know that I have to, you know, protect myself with that. I've, 
one of the things was just, you know, put like a bubble, like a protective bubble over yourself or visualize a protective bubble. Definitely grounding. Grounding is huge, right? I feel like a lot of people um, that have any sort of like meditation practice, they are familiar with grounding. Prayers. What about those grounding. who aren't, yeah. Say that again. What about those people who are not familiar with grounding? So I think that the natural sense or the, if you go through the nature aspect of it is just connecting yourself to nature okay and or just connecting yourself to earth um and then um if you if you go through prayer like because uh, i find that meditation and prayer are very similar um that's you know you connecting yourself you can still connect yourself to earth but then it seems like you're connecting yourself to that earthly religious aspect of it right where yeah you're kind of connecting yourself that as a human but also seeking guidance or assistance from a, um, a higher source absolutely i did speaking of nature and grounding one of the things i like to do and one of the things i've recommended for people uh, that i've worked with is um you know sitting Sitting doing meditation uh, actually with your back against the trunk of a tree, there is an incredible feeling of mm. just rooted groundedness when you put your spine up against a, 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 a tree trunk. There's something pretty magical about it. It may sound a little bit weird to, to some people, but go try it is all I can really say. Sit under yeah. uh, you know, the canopy of a tree's leaves and, and you know, with your back up against that 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 uh, that trunk, and you you begin to get this sense of the rootedness that that tree has, and it almost transfers that energy of rootedness and groundedness to the earth to you. And the spine is so sensitive to that energy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that can be a really powerful thing. Well, you're also emulating that that um, that passage kind of way, or that. Um, that linear thing that people discuss where you connect yourself or you ground yourself and then like kind of uh, try to tap into like, uh, you know, receiving information from whatever higher source. So I guess the, the top part of the tree can act in that sense, right? Of the ah. receiving end. And then the roots can just do the grounding um, beneath you. Absolutely. And I mean, that's kind of, that's one of the ideas of, you know, the, the cross. I mean, that's one of its symbolic representations, oh. you know, the grounded connection to the earth, the body, and then the, yeah. the ascension or the heavenly, you know, spiritual side of us, like that, that actually the, the sort of um, center where those two things come together, that's, that's a human being. I mean, it's this, you know, we're a, a sort of medium between the spiritual world and the earthly or physical realm. You know, we're kind of a mediator between those two. And, and in some ways, the, some of the symbolic ideas of the cross refer to that, too. But besides the Christian connotations of, you know, death and resurrection and all that, which are also quite valid. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Interesting. So it's, it's an interesting, uh, an interesting thing. All right. I think we are kind of getting into uh, uh, the latter, the latter points of this, uh, this show. We're getting towards the end of it. So if I have forgotten anything or there's anything else you want to talk about, please uh, take that up now. What? Um, I can't remember if we, I think we've covered all of the points that we wanted to talk about. Wasn't there one more thing you wanted to talk about or am I wrong? Synchronicity, I think, but we- Yes, yes, you were going to talk and you were going to talk about your trip. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. 
So um, synchronicity is also one of those words that could be, you know, uh, taken into different directions or meanings. Mm -hmm. um, but it's uh, something that we commonly feel. Um, let's say, for example, you know, you know, the, oh, here's a good one. I experienced this way too many times. Um, so when I'm running late, which is very often, um, <laughs> um, there's something, and, and forgive me for, for what I'm about to say, but there's something that is kind of like feels in sync or synchronicity or whatever, however you want to call it, in, in alignment with when, um, again, I wish no ill upon anyone, but I'm sure people have experienced this where you're running late and then there's like an accident or something, right? That prob could have been on your path if you were perhaps on time. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, I know what you mean. I know what you so, mean. So, you know, not to wish anything for anybody, but that clearly was not meant for me. Well, um, yeah, or, or the people that talk about how you know, they were late for a flight and the, the plane ended up going down. They didn't make mm. the flight and they were, you know, they were beating themselves up. Oh, you know, why did we miss that flight? We we're going to miss our vacation and it ends up, you know, going down. Right. Things like that. Yeah. Um, a tamer way of looking at it would be like, you know, you get every green light. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah. That's, that's when nobody had hopefully gets hurt. Um, but yeah, things like that. So things that are just kind of in sync. So I went to uh, Portland um, this past weekend, and I've uh, never been in my life. And um, when uh, I was about to fly out, um, I was just waiting in that line, uh, you know, to kind of get into the airplane or, or to board. And um, the person right behind me, as I feel like, people might be able to tell by now I don't really have a lot of shyness with like saying hello yeah the person right behind me uh was literally the number behind me so I would have been like b26 or b27 um I just start talking and then I was like hey how's it going are you going back home are you you know um are you visiting and they're like oh no going back home they're like we were just here for the night and I was like oh who goes to Las Vegas for the night <laughs> <laughs> and so um but whatever, we laughed about it. And then they said that they were there for the show. And I'm like, oh, I love drag queens. <laughs> and so uh, she was like, really? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, we should go like catch this show in, um, which I'll mention the show a little bit later because just the show itself is also um, goes along with the theme. So she's like, oh, we should go see the show um, while you're in town. And I'm like, I'm totally all about it. So this person ended up being kind of like a mini tour guide uh, for me for the duration of the, um, the trip. Um, and it was just really fun. Um, I haven't had any conversations with anybody in terms of like um, permission to mention them. So by name. So we'll just kind of keep that for now. Okay. <laughs> we can, I can check in later and just see if, um, if we can do like a big, uh, reference back but anyway sure. so whole thing super fun uh they took me around everywhere then i go to uh this neighborhood for something and i'm just kind of like i get dropped off somewhere and i think um 
it was like at the wrong place. But I'm very explorative. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, I just kind of go with, you know, go with the vibe or go with the feeling. I make a turn and I see the sign uh, and it says rocks for sale. And as oh, you know, <laughs> that is just like heaven to my ears. <laughs> you are a crystal fanatic. Yes. So I, it's literally in this neighborhood uh, and this person, I think I can mention them. It's uh, the company or it's uh, um, Earth Just Rocks on Instagram, I believe. Her name is Wendy. She um, just sells stuff out of her house. Um, oh, and so cool. you can buy stuff online, but it was just the greatest conversation. It just felt so good, you know? And then um, just the energy of it was really great. There's crystals that I had not seen before. So it was just, really awesome then I go she then this is all all with like uh, domino effect so then she sends me to this other place she's like well if you like this and I see that you like jewelry because I was wearing a ring and like this uh, selenite or two rings and then a selenite necklace she's like go to um, this place called the gold door in Hawthorne and I had been told uh, that's where I was headed to actually Hawthorne <laughs> so um, that's what I said to her I'm like oh a friend of mine who lives here said that I have to go to Hawthorne so this makes perfect sense <laughs> there you go um, again like right the synchronicity thing yeah, so absolutely. I walk into I get dropped off um, with my left at the gold door that's what it's called and I walk in and they're playing cumbia um, I don't know if I mentioned this before but I was raised Mexican or I am Mexican <laughs> and I was raised yeah. with this music. Yeah. So this was just again, like music to my ears, like literally. Yeah. <laughs> and I turn over, there's all these like great, like, um, uh, like Catholic stuff, which I, you know, resonate with. Oh yeah. Uh, there's uh, those, I were they not the, the, like, yeah. the statues where they also Orishas? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, they're Orishas. There are actually Afro-Brazilian statues. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, were those the ones? Those were the ones that you were looking yeah. for. Yeah, yeah. Those are beautiful statues. Okay. Yeah. So um, I meet this uh, uh, the I believe manager there. Her name is Sally. She just took care of me amazingly. Like showed me around. Like there was no kind of like um, I don't know. It just felt very comfortable. It felt like I was yeah. in somebody's home and they were just showing me things to do. You know, like maybe you, I think you would like this and and everything that uh, she was picking out was perfect and beautiful and probably ended up spending a little too much money than I wanted. Uh, so then I was like, okay, I had to find something to eat. I walk across the street and uh, the staff at this place, the whole staff was just amazing and attentive. Uh, they took care of me. Um, There's some special girls there that we had special conversations with. I did, uh, I actually ended up going there every single day. <laughs> Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah, because the energy about it was just so inviting. So this place is called Baghdad Theater and Pub. It's also in Hawthorne. And from the moment that I walked in and I sat down, it seemed like every single staff member was just like walk by and like smile and like just make me like feel really special. And, and it just that took my kind of like energy to like a different place. I was already on a running on a high. Right. And I actually didn't do I think I didn't do readings until 
maybe the next day. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, we were just kind of like really jiving or vibing, and yeah, that was really awesome. Um, the we went to the drag show. This person has like the longest running drag show in the world. And to me, it was just an indication of somebody doing something that they love and doing it for a really long time, right? And so um, you know that, uh, you, Jason, um, <laughs> that there was a bit of a, like a glitch, right? Mm -hmm. At the beginning of this trip. And so instead of like getting into my head and just started like questioning myself, every single thing was just saying to me, you do what you love to do you know you just listen to um like these positive messages yeah there was no person in sight that i've experienced like no person that i came across with that was negative at all by like every single person like wherever i would go they were just really positive and amazing and complimentary and they made me feel really special and i hope that in return i made them feel special as well if you're listening i miss all of you um, nice. um so, so there's a special group of girls that just really resonated and then um yeah and so when I was watching this performance and I'm like this person is 91 and just doing what they love and doing it well and the sharp I was I think I was telling you the sharpness still there you know uh there was a time when I had to like stand up and like say you know my name and what I do and then um, I just said therapist. And then like 15 minutes later, somebody was going on a rant about like um, something <laughs> and the, you know, the drag queen goes, Oh, I'm going to a little, probably a little bit more crude than what I'm going to say, but I'm going to ask you to just, like, shut up and go talk to the therapist over here on the left. If I, that's what you need. And it was great, just like, so on point. Oh, that's an amazing yeah. callback. That's a great, yeah. that's a great performer. Just so like everything was just um, amazing. Um, I'll have to, as I keep talking, I'll have to tell you what, because uh, I think it's Darnell, no. Uh, Dar Darcel, was it Darcel? Darcel, there we go. Yeah. Yeah, Darcel. Um, and so they have uh, a show there um, and their own like theater. So it was just awesome. And then at the end of the day, uh, when I was flying back, I got to um, my gate and it was like how you mentioned, um, it was uh, delayed. Mm -hmm. So I went to go grab something to eat. I sat down and once again, I'm not very shy. <laughs> so I just strike up conversation and halfway through the conversation, we kind of get to what we do for work. Um, and I find out that this person and their wife run a, um, a practice for MFTs. And once again, marriage and family therapists, <laughs> um, not like just any, any therapy, you know, like any therapist yeah. it has to be the one degree that I have, you know. You, uh, you, are, you are also an MFT. Yes. If they're not aware of this yet. Right. <laughs> so it was just kind of like everything. Um, am I, is, is this going to be like my only thing, you know? No, but I'm doing something that I love. Yeah. And we were having that conversation because we, I mentioned how many um, cases I see per week 
and he was surprised by the number, um, you know, especially for not having had my practice for too long or not being practiced or not practicing for too long. Um, and told me about their business. Uh, his wife is also a licensed marriage and family therapist, I think along with uh, um, being a sex therapist. And we know, her and I know somebody in common that was an instructor at my master's program or formerly our master's program. <laughs> yep. um, so it was just like, everything just felt so great. So, oh, and then um, because I was enjoying the nature, you know, sometimes I think that you make, like you can make different connections, but everything about Portland was just so beautiful nature-wise. Mm -hmm. um, I wish it was a little sunnier so I could do more stuff, but I was still out there exploring. So he actually has a, a an institute, I think it's called Wild Spaces, and they do like these large projects which bring nature into, and I hope that I'm not butchering it, but nature into kind of like city um, environments. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So, and his wife's, um, so the, he also has a podcast, I believe, called Wild Spaces. His name oh. is Matt. And then his wife, um, Heather Mc Pearson, or I'm always bad with pronouncing names, but uh, hers is called Practice Outside the Lines. So I just met all of these really amazing people. The whole trip was so much fun. Well, think about this, though, just to kind of circle back, like, you know, the, the glitch that we're speaking of, you know, could have, you know, set you on a different course. And if you wouldn't have kind of focused your mind on being open and trusting yourself and looking at these oh, being open to these synchronicities if you would have got you know had a bad attitude or you would have felt negative about things right. or would have been oh poor me why does why do these things happen or you exactly know, you know, all those depressing thoughts the depressing thoughts the negative thoughts the frustrations the anger that we hang on to they completely cut us off from the connection we have to the to the body to spirit to coincidences and synchronicities and all this don't they they do because if i would have just kind of like like how you were saying sat in that or just uh buried myself or drowned myself in that kind of negative space yeah. then yeah i probably wouldn't able been able to like uh, pick up on some of the great connective energy that I was that was being shared amongst all these other people. I might have had like a different experience where I just, you know, would have just like sat in my room or something or not yeah. not uh, explored, uh, you know, like all these human connections and the the city itself. So I ended up switching it around, and I did a lot of things that were um, about me. I got, uh, so, oh, that's another example. So I couldn't check into my hotel till I was, until like 4 p.m. So I'm like, what to do? Well, I went to go get <laughs> um, a massage and then I went to go get a manicure pedicure, which I don't think I've ever had in my life. Um, and I just decided to like indulge myself and like make myself feel good. And like every, every person that I had interactions with were, uh, just amazing and it all started uh yeah it all just that's, started great that's interesting too speaking of this this idea of the you know the body the somatic experience and so on so you know you're st even with a bit of stress at the beginning of this thing you you start out with 
with a massage which is like you know complete relaxation of the body yeah. and, you know letting go of all the tensions and you know really loosening up and so forth and and then you know you're really getting in touch with the with the, the physical side of yourself um but you know allowing for that relaxation to 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 occur and so on it really does change your mood it changes your your feeling about yourself and about the world and you know so that's a, that's another thing that uh, just to kind of segue into maybe some things people can do to to get in touch with the body you know is do things like relaxation and massage and you know reiki and energy healing and you, like you talked about the grounding stuff and getting out into nature um and is, any other things that you can think of that yeah there was another thing with nature um that i learned somewhere along the way uh, i forgot how many minutes it is maybe like either 15 or 20 minutes if you just kind of like sink your feet into the mud were okay. you there for that um if you sink your feet into mud for uh, like 15 or 20 minutes it acts as like kind of like a almost like an antidepressant oh wow or anti-anxiety yeah, yeah yeah that's fantastic yeah i i know I, that's kind of close to the idea of earthing i think a lot of people are, are doing earthing now where they're walking around. yeah I thought we learned that together in no actually I didn't know that one uh -uh. okay but that's a fantastic tip I, I I really dig that kind of stuff it really works well for me to connect with the earth in in different ways yeah I, I like to I like to run when it's raining it just mm. you know, I, I like or to, the smell well the yeah. smell of the rain and the and earth right I think it's just oh yeah it's incredible yeah. Uh, that that kind of stuff and you know and i i'm you know lucky enough to be near some some forests now so sometimes i'll do some hiking on trails and jogging out in the in the woods and so on and you know this is kind of off topic but you know one of the things that actually when i was running today was interesting and i won't be able to get into this whole story but i had this this kind of image of as i was running of kind of i was kind of seeing these 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 animal figures and you know like i, I was like deer Ooh. and uh, the raven and the and the eagle and I was kind of thinking about the bear and it's kind of lumbering but fast like run that it does and how you know connected the animals are to the earth and it's like we're animals as well and I think sometimes we forget that when we reconnect to the body we get into our creatureness again yeah and I think sometimes we think we're above that and there's a there's you know a billion years of evolutionary wisdom in this body you can't ignore it you know and 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 i use billion loosely i'm speaking just like 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 i'm saying gazillion you know we don't know how many years but the point yeah. is, is there's tons of ancient wisdom locked up in the body and the logical mind can't get at that that's animal wisdom and instinct and gut feelings and all those things that we denigrate these days in our modern technological society and we almost try to drug that stuff away sometimes and kind of going back way to the beginning when you were talking about it some of the things that people may experience physically remember what angel was talking about and i'm speaking to the listeners now um it may be uh it may be a gift it may be a, a calling it may be yeah. Uh, some spiritual wisdom that needs to unfold in your life so don't just think of it you know Jung the great C.G. Jung the, the great psychologist Swiss psychologist you know he you know people would come into him with what were called neuroses or you know sort of psychological problems complexes and so on he would say he would look at it like this great 
now we can, you know, figure out what your soul wants to do. We'll look at your dreams. We'll figure out what you need to understand about. So they'd have a terrible midlife crisis or a depression. You would say, well, that's fantastic. Let's see what this means. Yeah. It's like, that's a different attitude than pathologizing everything, isn't it? I believe so. And, you know, I think that there's also other examples of, of like, um, if your feet hurt or your legs or something like that, then it's, you can check in on to see like what's your fear of moving forward or if your lower back hurts do you feel a lack of support so there's other things that go along with this as well Um, but definitely the spiritual thing in the sense that like if you listen to you know what you have um, or what's going on explore it because it could be something more um than just what might be obvious or what might be expected so you know give yourself the opportunity to look beyond that and just say hey maybe there's something here my uh i've been told (laughs) that when because obviously i don't watch myself um (laughs) but um as i'm walking anyway so i've been told that when i approach people for the first time i put out my hands um kind of extend them half like extend him like uh, maybe like a foot or two in front of me mm-hmm. and just kind of half cusp them or cup them and then just yeah. like talk do that before I even begin to talk to someone oh, interesting. So I didn't realize that about myself because I think I just do it automatically but maybe I'm you know sensing for like a quick reading or like not a quick reading but sensing for like a quick energy you know um assessment yeah be like hey is this something that I'm okay with continuing and that could be a, a a silent way of you know asking for permission or saying back to your previous question you know um, yeah. or yeah where you can just say hey how do you how can you tell if if you should or you shouldn't so if Great you point. are that person and if you do kind of you know um maybe you're just not just italian or <laughs> you know maybe you're using your hands for other things well, I can I can attest to the ability of <laughs> Italians to gesticulate wildly yeah. because I, I the other thing I have to do like as you've seen in my my readings like I, I kind of rock a little bit I just noticed that about myself I, when I'm doing my tarot readings I tend to rock a little bit it's be, and I do use my hands but I'm trying to not like fly them around wildly when I'm speaking so sure you know so there we all have our little quirks and mannerisms yeah like maybe so. look into that rocking you might be getting ready to receive you know certain messages i think that's usually what happens because i went back and watched and i noticed like when i do start doing the rocking i i'm getting like more intuitive stuff i'm kind of going off the beaten path of what i thought i was gonna speak on yeah it's kind of an interesting thing so there's that connection to the body there too yes Uh, you know so i I could talk about this all night with you but um (laughs) <laughs> but I don't know that people can listen to us all day and all night. So I suppose we will call it a day. What do you think? Sounds good to me. All right. Well, thank you. Well, before we go, I wanted yes. to just, I feel like I kind of uh, energetically asked for permission. It's too late now because I know that she wakes up super early, but I wanted to say hello to Tracy. She was the person who uh, showed me around and just really was amazing through the whole weekend. Um, but yes, I, we can call it a night. <laughs> Hello, Tracy. I don't know you, but blessings and light to you. Yes. Thank you for showing Angel around. All right. <laughs> so, uh, Angel on the eighth day, uh, at Angel on the eighth day, Instagram, and you're starting to work on TikTok and you're working on your website. 
but they can yeah why don't we just do like a fun tarot tiktok together and maybe just do um um you know hey who wants to get a reading or something yeah absolutely that's a fantastic idea i will uh, i will post info about that when we solidify that that's a fantastic idea i love it um and so i am at uh, cosmiceye.org uh, we do tarot stuff, and right now we're featuring a lot of different tarot bags and so on. We have a new Kickstarter campaign for our uh, cat tarot deck, Blooming Cat Tarot. Uh, so we'd appreciate your support if you want to get those. Our last batch sold out really quickly, so our second. I didn't even think I told you about that. We're onto our second printing of that, by the way. That's so good. Uh, so we're excited about that. So that's up on Kickstarter, and you can find that through the through the site. And if you'd like to donate to the show, we're at Anchor.fm/CosmicEye. Uh, that is all the plugs I have. You have anything else? I don't think so. I might have some things in the works. Okay. I might do some. Maybe I'll venture into crystals because you know I have a million. I love that. Um, <laughs> we will keep we will um, keep them posted on that then. Yeah, and then I think I'm gonna approach. I post almost every day. Or did I post today? Um, maybe on my 888th post or 800th follower or something i'll do like a giveaway i feel oh. like um um wait am i am i able to enter that <laughs> <laughs> i think it's like a no right yeah <laughs> Is it like if you're involved or i'm an, in, I'm an insider I, yeah uh, it's not fair <laughs> exactly exactly but i like the number eight and uh i gifting seems to be like a love language for me so Yes, and we need to get those numbers up on your your on your Instagram because you do such beautiful work on there. You oh, thank those, you. Those great uh, those great beautiful poetic sayings of yours that are original. <laughs> no, I'm serious about that. I'm not. Thank I, you. Because a lot a lot of people, myself included, mostly post quotes that are someone else's. Yours are actually original, which is fantastic. So, right. I think that the listeners would 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 really benefit from from at. Uh, at angel on the eighth day on instagram and you know so you're, you're posting those daily right yes i try to yeah two of them per day so i'm at seven something right now so i should be at 888 soon so the um, so the crystal so, contest is coming soon yes so get in early <laughs> yeah exactly and follow follow angel there all right angel thank you so much thank you oh and i'll i'll send you the I think I made a mistake and I sent you the different eighth day. Quote. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. You want it. You wanted to send a new one. So, so look for that as well. I'll put that up on social media uh, when you send that over to me. All awesome, right. Man. Thank you. Everyone. All. <laughs> Thank you everyone. We'll be back next week. Bless yes. you all. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye. All right. Bye-bye.